Thanksgiving. That special time of year for giving thanks. Like for holidays that tell us exactly what we're here to celebrate. Seriously, Columbus Day, get your act together. It's a holiday best known for eating your own weight in foods like turkey, mashed potatoes, and pumpkin pie, and then passing out on the couch while watching TV. But for those of us who can't handle 16 nonstop hours of sports ball coverage, there just aren't that many alternatives. But there is one special that's just as much a staple of Thanksgiving as cylindrical-shaped cranberry sauce. Its appeal comes from its universal story, and it's just as much a palate cleanser as the requisite after-dinner mint. Its content is satisfying but not filling, and light enough that you barely have to pay attention to it to enjoy it. And what better way to counter any kind of dysfunction in your celebration of family and friends than with a group of innocent children that seem to embody harmless, heartwarming dysfunction themselves? Because while your meal might hit a snag or catch something on fire, at least it will never be that bad. But is this a case of healthy animated schadenfreude, or did we just not know any better when we were younger, balder, and always seen wearing the same yellow and black striped shirt? So break out your dog-sized pilgrim outfit, serve up some toast and jelly beans, and get ready to pull away that football at the last second. Good grief! It's a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, next on Nostalgia Bomb! Oh man, I missed that theme song. Hello and welcome to the Thanksgiving edition of Nostalgia Bomb. I am your host, Brian Huff, and I am joined by the man that frequently pulls the football out from under me, Andy Dito. Hello, Andy. Hello, Brian. Are you ready for Turkey Day? Uh, yeah, I'm more than ready for a day of sitting at home and playing video games. <laughs> we did, you know, we totally cheated this year. We did the, the whole foods, you know, basically pick up your dinner and throw it in the oven thing. Right. I don't have to deal with any family. I have to deal right. with any friends. I am nice. just going to sit here and get caught up on all of the video games that I have not had a chance to play for the last like two months. That's pretty much my plan. I am going to sit here and do as little as humanly possible and enjoy it. Yes. Where's my Thanksgiving special about sitting around and doing nothing but playing video games? That's what we need. You know, it just harkens back to to a simpler time where... You didn't have to deal with your crazy-ass family. <laughs> I don't know if that time has ever existed. I really don't. It's, it's kind of sad. Well, when it comes to holidays, there, there was a blissful couple of years where I didn't have any family near me, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still in that boat, luckily, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to ride that wave as long as possible. But <laughs> for those of you that do have to deal with the uh, sometimes complicated drama that comes with spending Thanksgiving with your family... We have something for you. Shall we get started? Sure. All right. That's right. We are doing a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, which is oddly enough about drama with your friends. <laughs> Go figure. This is what happens when you have friends, people. Just just be hermits. It's, it's just a much better way of life. So as Charlie Brown and his sister Sally prepare to go with their parents to Thanksgiving at their grandma's house, Peppermint Patty bullies herself into a Thanksgiving dinner at Charlie Brown's house, which snowballs into this... Uh, Horrible comedy of errors, which leads to them eating toast and jelly beans and popcorn. Which, to be fair, like, if we had a Thanksgiving dinner that was nothing but popcorn, jelly beans, and toast, I'd be down. 
You know, when I was younger, I would definitely be that be down for that. As a little older, I'm like, eh. I, I'm pretty sure this is where my love of popcorn comes from because I remember being a kid and seeing the special. And like, oh my god, giant bowls of popcorn everywhere. And, and it is, by the way, so 70s because they're doing the popcorn like on the stove with some foil over it, which is, you know, like old school Jiffy Pop style. But it was like totally down. Like I, this is like the greatest thing ever. There was like pretzels and they did the uh, they did the stuff on the ping pong table. Like mm-hmm. I was totally down. I, I, my, I actually found this confusing because I thought it was all cool and I didn't understand why Charlie Brown's friends were being such a-holes to him. Right. It just really wasn't... I digress. But so this movie, I guess not really movie, TV special, was first aired in uh, November of 1973. So this uh, predates the both of us, if my math is correct. Um, Yep. And yet, like... So it, it won an Emmy for its first initial run and is still, to this day, played on ABC and PBS every single year. Yep. And that's kind of awesome. It is, but it also shows the uh, time, I guess you could say, bubble that it was created in. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Charlie Brown, the Peanuts in general, right? Like, I mean, obviously they got big not because of the animated stuff, but the, the comic strips, right? Like, in right. Your, you know, okay, kids, there's, there's these things called newspapers, and uh, we used to read them all the time. And on Sundays, they would come with comic strips in them that our parents would let us read. And that's where the peanuts got their start. Now and you call it a Kindle, and it's a webcomic. <laughs> and you had a whole section that was in color. Yeah, you yeah. You had some comics during the week, but it was only like a couple snippets on a page somewhere. Yeah, but this was but like full Sunday, color. Full color, like roughly what, two, three, four, roughly like four to six pages worth of comics. Yep, and they were, yep. instead of being like three panels or something like that, they were like six panels or eight panels and i mean it was the thing yep that's where the penis got their start so they've they've done a variety of these holiday specials i believe this is the uh 10th one believe it or not um because let's face it like thanksgiving not really your common uh holiday for television specials but i'm, I'm so glad that they did it so you've got a, a limited Peanuts cast. There, you don't have the full-blown cast, but you've got Charlie Brown, Linus, Peppermint Patty, Snoopy and Woodstock, of course, Lucy, Sally, Marcy, and Franklin. Franklin's inclusion is actually pretty hilarious to me because he's such an ancillary character, yet they left out people like Schroeder um, and Pigpen and like you know, some right. of the more signature characters. But that's fine. I was like, hey, it's Franklin. What's up, dude? And he's like, hey, you know, I'm just here for some toast and jelly beans. And you're like, I can, I can be down with that. I understand, Franklin. So welcome to the show, Franklin. But it was, it was overall like, first off, I, and I don't want to turn this into just a Peanuts episode, Andy, but the music is so good. I just love the music from the Peanuts shows. <laughs> It's just so, and I, I can probably attribute like my love of like jazz music and you know chill music, whatever the hell the kids are calling it these days. Like that's where this comes from. Like the music is so subtle, but so awesome. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have Snoopy and Woodstock are, are really kind of like your stars of any Peanuts episode, right? And they can't really talk. They make some noises, but there's no talking. So you got to fill it with something. So you fill it with like some jazzy piano music, mm-hmm. and it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean, 
You know, any of the Peanuts specials that I've watched or shows or anything like that. I mean, yes, you have Charlie Brown. Yes, you have the main characters. But let's be honest, folks. The whole reason you're watching it is for Snoopy and Woodstock. Because they're funny. It's like it's all sight gags because they can't Mm -hmm. talk. And it makes it hilarious. I I think in this one, like my favorite thing, my two favorite scenes are one where they're trying to like help Charlie Brown set up all the tables. And Mm -hmm. they have the whole thing with like Snoopy gets stuck in the garage door and then goes through the basketball hoop and Woodstock's desperately trying to help him and everything he does like makes it worse. Like that's awesome. And then you have them where they show up at Charlie Brown's door dressed as pilgrims and then like his little pop gun and pop Mm -hmm. gun. Okay. Another thing for you folks in 2015. Um, So back in the day, we didn't freak out when kids ran around with toy guns and they had like a little cork in the end with a string and you, when you pull the trigger the, the it would pop out um we didn't have to put giant orange tips on them or like make you wear see-through backpacks to school <laughs> so it was perfectly normal for a dog to walk around in a pilgrim outfit with a pop gun and then it accidentally goes off and then he falls and, and woodstock falls on top of him and it's you know it's pretty hilarious mm-hmm. um so but you're right like because you have these like sight gags going on you need to fill it with a lot of music and, and to me like that is one of the things about the peanuts and the music is is particularly strong in this episode. It's just nice, jazzy, laid-back piano music. It's very yep. 70s in that regard. Mm-hmm. It is. Not like disco piano, which is good. And it's kind of timeless. Thank God it's not disco piano. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't think the Peanuts would have lasted on TV as a staple as long had the music not been as timeless. Like, if this was all like disco inferno, you know, oh. Afro bell-bottom kind of action, I don't know that we would have seen Charlie Brown every single year for the last, you know, 40-odd years. Oh, come on, dude. You don't want to do the hustle when it comes on? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, sorry. I can't even come up with a joke for that. I don't know. No hustle. Do not want to do the hustle. Uh, and, you, I mean, so you, you get your Snoopy sight gags, which, you know, are always hilarious. You, you get your... Uh, Awkward moments, obviously, have, like, it starts out with Lucy pulling the football out from Charlie Brown, which is, like, I'm pretty sure in every episode ever of the Peanuts, but, you know. You which is of... also the only time you see her this episode. Yeah, because she's not actually at the dinner. No. Which, to be fair, like, Charlie Brown was probably like, screw that chick. Like, well, she's always yeah, making I mean, fall he's on like, my ass. Pull the football for me? Hell no. And obviously, like, concussions were not a, an issue back in the 70s, because Charlie uh, Brown totally would have post-concussion syndrome. Like, dude's got like he's got little woodstocks flying around his head every time he like slips and falls. That's not normal, not normal at all. Well, but yeah, I mean, so given, given the way they frame that shot and the way that the, that it's animated, I mean that dude looks like he falls like eight hundred feet. Oh yeah, he, I'll tell you what. When he finally kicks that ball, that thing must go like seven hundred yards because he literally flies like. 10 feet into the air before he falls. I mean, it is the craziest thing. Dude, could Charlie Brown probably grew up to be an NFL kicker. Uh, you know what? Probably did, and he probably went back to Lucy and go, see? See what you did? Yep, yep. And then they get married because, like, it's all because of you. No. no that would be horrible. Horrible <laughs> wow. way to end the peanuts. You I don't took know. that to a scary place. I was just saying, you know, she helped him out in some weird way. Sounds like some feel-good romantic comedy moment. I don't know. So, yeah, you don't really see Lucy after the fact. Um, obviously, like, you, you get the moment where, like, S- Sally has to dote all over Linus because that's what Sally does, and Linus is completely... Uh, yeah he's completely oblivious to the to the advances of which seems to be like the general theme here right like you got all these women and they're like hey big boy what's up and then you got all these like naive dudes that are like why don't women like me and it's like hey they're throwing themselves at you like you got sally throwing herself at linus you got peppermint patty like totally just like taking charge of the situation she's like chuck you and me we got to get together Mm -hmm. and the thing is that she doesn't like 
not say it. She's like, that's okay, Chuck. It'll just be our secret. And you're like, whoa, she just literally, hey, look, let me throw this out on Front Street. Here it is. Well, to be fair, like, I I would hope that people would look at this show and be like, hey, you want strong female character? There's Peppermint Patty, right? Like, she's not, like, doting. She's not, like, you know, being sleazy or any of the other, you know, tropes that we tend to find. You know, the, oh, damsel in distress. She's like, hey, Chuck, what's up? Let's do this thing. Right. Hey, I'm coming over for Thanksgiving. Hi. <laughs> and you're going to like it. Oh, we're holding hands, Chuck. That was, like, what, another favorite moment of mine when they're like, <laughs> like Chuck, we're holding hands. And Charlie Brown's like, I have no uh, idea what to do about this situation. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. Which I think the dynamic between them cracks me up the most because of Marcy. Because she's like the normal middle ground between Charlie Brown and, and Peppermint Patty. And just kind of like... Charles, Patricia, <laughs> like, oh, that's so awesome. And she just, like, comes in and goes, you guys are being kind of nuts. Can't we, like, you know, bring it together? Because, you know, of course, Peppermint Patty pushes too far and offends Chuck. And he's, you know, poor Charlie Brown. Right. Not only is he bald and only has one shirt, but he just doesn't doesn't have any luck with the ladies. Well, you know, that happens, unfortunately. It's kind of hard. But overall, like, it's a, it's a cool story. Like, there, there's a ton of, like, hilarious... If you are a listener of the show and, you te- and you're in your, like, 20s, I'm curious to see how many things that happen in this show that you don't recognize. Like, um, the toasters... Like, they have the little, like, uh, flat side. Oh, the side side load toasters? Yeah, the side load toasters. Like, that's even, like, stretching it for me. Like, I think we had one when I was really young, but, you know, you got that. You got the popcorn in the frying pan, like, you know. And those weren't Jelly Bellies, folks. Those were, like, old school Cadbury jelly beans. Like, they were, which is interesting because I'm wondering why he happens to have a lot of jelly beans because that tends to be an Easter thing. But, you know, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to it's judge. Charlie Brown. We don't ask those Brown. questions. Uh, we get the uh, brief appearance by the adults, um, which basically just means you get to hear wah, 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 which I love. Wah, 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 wah. Exactly. When he calls grandma and says, I, I'm going to be a little late. And then they, but then we get the feel-good moment. They invite everybody over. Oh, 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 yes, I forgot. Other thing that will blow your mind is station wagon. Yes. So kids in the 70s, station wagons. Had a lot of seats, and it was perfectly normal and legal to put like ten kids in the back of them. And a lot of times, the seats faced out the back. Yep. And like you could sing songs. Probably they, I'm sure kids hadn't even heard the damn song that they were singing on their way to grandma's house. But yeah, station wagon. It is kind of actually mind blowing to me mm-hmm. that this is forty years old. It's these regular TV plays and it's apparently from what i read very highly rated uh, when the when this comes out and my question is is this the adults or like what does a kid right now that's like 10 or 12 think seeing this show and not not because of like the dated animation or anything like that but just like the 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 normal everyday references the telephone for christ's sake like yeah there's no cell phone there's no even wireless it is a wired phone on a on a on a table, and it's rotary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a rotary. It's phone. a rotary phone, and like, hey, I got to call Peppermint Patty, and Peppermint Patty wants to know if she can come over, and then I get a call from Franklin, and like, Franklin's like, "What's up, dog?" And there's no call waiting, and like, I mean, this is like old school stuff. And like, what are you thinking when you're 20 years old or 15 years old watching this for the first time? Like, it's got to seem like it's like watching an episode of Mork and Mindy. Yep. But, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, as Adam pointed out in the intro, 
everyone's bald, which is weird. Not everybody, but like a decent amount of the, the male characters are bald, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Like, talk about being self conscious. Like, hair thinning at like what are these kids like ten, twelve? If that, yeah, yeah, give or take. Yeah, I don't know. But all that being said, I love the hell out of the Peanuts, man. And I don't even, I can't even, like, put my finger on exactly what it is. Maybe I'm lying. I can't. I like Charlie Brown for a lot of the reasons, and we're going to get to this in the new season, and I cannot wait. But a lot of the reasons why I like Doug. And that is I can relate with Charlie Brown's day-to-day struggle as a kid. Because... I was a nerdy kid. I was a little awkward. You know, I'm an introvert. I don't like dealing with people. Charlie Brown doesn't like dealing with people. You know, his okay, wait, good... Are we talking about your current? No, you well... Currently or then? Yeah, that's, that's just a given. Come on. I'm, I'm giving <laughs> some insight into the past that things have not changed yeah, oh, 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 in 35 okay. years right. on this planet. But, uh, uh, just making sure. <laughs> but Charlie Brown, like... He struggles with the ladies, right? Like, he's, he's awkward. He has these weird moments. He's trying to do so much, and, you know, it all goes to shit constantly. And, like, I can kind of relate. In the same way, like, I relate to Doug. Like, one of my favorite things about Doug was, like, his relation his relationship, or lack thereof, with, with Patty Mayonnaise and, like, how he was so in love with her and, like, just couldn't bring himself to do anything. And, like, and, and Charlie Brown's a little different. He doesn't have, like, this one girl he's infatuated with in every episode. But... He's still like you know he's struggling. The, the struggle's real with mm-hmm. Charlie Brown, and and I can relate to that, and I like that, and I think the Snoopy Woodstock shtick is never gets old. I think it's awesome. I, I think because they can't talk, they were forced to do so much with sight gags and that kind of thing that it, it's just kind of awesome. And who doesn't love the Snoopy dance? Well, but I mean, let, let's be honest that that comedy is still very much that type of comedy is still very much alive today. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, and and I like that. I like that about it. You know, it's it's good. You got to, you, you have there are some classic moments wedged in there. You know, kind of awesome. Um, you you've got you know your main state characters for the most part though. Not having uh, Schroeder there is like, you know, kind of sad. <laughs> but you know, you, you got to have him there um, because because you know who's Lucy gonna crush on if if Schroeder isn't there? Which I think is interesting. Like this show is full of these like. Basically, every single dude in this show has a woman that's got the hots for him and is completely oblivious or doesn't care. Yep. A problem that I would have killed to have when I was, like, 12 to 15, right? Like, I totally would have been like, oh, man, all the ladies want me. This is the greatest time of my life. And Perry Brown in the corner, like, good grief. What the bloody hell. But overall, I mean, this is pretty good, Andy. I mean, for something that predates both of our time on this planet... I'd say you know it, it holds up pretty damn well. Yeah, it, there. I will admit there were some times I was just like, eh, mm. but it was more for the the references and stuff like that. And and as I've gotten older, the humor has changed, right? Um, but that also being said, going back to see some of the, uh, you know, like the when Snoopy unfolds the table and he's playing ping pong with himself yep you know i mean another another great moment yeah they're they're just things like that that no matter what are always comical you know um the wrestling match between snoopy and woodstock while they are trying to get dressed you know because woodstock doesn't want to get dressed yeah uh you know i mean things like that i i can honestly sit there and say that you know while yeah there were a couple moments that i watched it that was like you know with with charlie brown and the other characters i laughed with snoopy and them Yep. You know, and, and that humor transcends 
time. I mean, look at some of the old uh, the Three Stooges get you know stuff. Brittany was watching that as a kid and laughing. And and for those that don't know, Brittany's my daughter, and she she'll be twenty one at the end of next month. Um, you know, so she's been she watched that stuff and died laughing. And you're talking about you know uh, ten years ago, give or take. You know. I mean, it's really what started with like you think about like Charlie Chapman, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's where this this whole like sight gag because you know it was silent and they had to do something and and you got a lot of that out of the Three Stooges, and, and I think this is definitely a product of that type of comedy because you had to and you know the Peanuts has always been Charlie Brown and Snoopy, but you come like Charlie Brown is like I think kind of adds the depth to the story yeah, and depth I'm using that loosely here folks but you know add some story to it where Snoopy's just there to be Snoopy mm-hmm. and do his Snoopy things do his crazy dance you know make it that weird beagle sound that he makes um you know Woodstock's just kind of doing Woodstock's thing but it, it adds like because Charlie Brown's character can't do goofy funny things He's there to laugh at, but not with, if that makes sense. Like, you, you you feel bad for Charlie Brown and the things that happen to Charlie Brown, and you laugh at, like, the situations he ends up getting himself into, but that's kind of it. It's not the same kind of comedy that you get out of Snoopy or Woodstock. Right. But you get a lot of that, and I think I'd be interested to talk to somebody who's never seen this before the season for the first time, because for me, I'd say 80% of my love of this is just the nostalgia of it, because it takes me back to, like, the first time I remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Thanksgiving is a weird holiday because the only thing that really revolves around Thanksgiving is like the meal itself, right? It's not like Christmas where you have weeks and weeks of lead up and you have all this other stuff, um, you know, sales and going to 900 houses and that kind of thing. Like, so Thanksgiving is a simpler holiday. And I remember just like, there were times where, like, I had my Thanksgiving dinner with, like, a TV tray. Okay, folks, the TV trays for a moment. <laughs> TV trays are these things that we used to have that were literally a tray with legs that you sat on the floor in front of the television that you could slide your legs under and eat while you watch TV. Wow, I didn't realize how much of my childhood is, like, completely irrelevant to people right now. This is making me feel old and kind of decrepit, uh-huh. but a little depressed right now. But anyway, I remember sitting there in my TV tray watching the show on Thanksgiving Day. And I think that is probably 80% of the hook of this for me. I don't know that it's like, oh, it's so good. There's certainly holiday specials for other holidays out there that are good, well-thought-out stories where this is just kind of like an episode of the Peanuts themed around Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Thanksgiving for for most families, and, and let's be honest, is that awkward holiday, right? Uh, essentially, like in, in my house, we would all sit around and we would eat. And then once we ate, it went from that to football was on and most of the family was snoring yep. while the kids ran around and did whatever. Oh, so, and the stupid parade. Duh. Yeah, yeah, the Macy's parade. The parade. I can't forget about the parade. But anyway, go ahead. So, you know, I mean, you, you've got all of that and it just... It's just one of those things, right? It, it's just an awkward holiday, but they do a, such a great job of making it funny and and giving you something, you know, it they because they air it on or they used to air it. I don't know if they still do on Thanksgiving. So it was like, okay, we're watching this. Yep, yep. And and like I said, a lot of memories. So if you're someone who's never seen this, either because you're a younger listener of the show or you just you know this wasn't your purview of life, like I'd love to shoot us an email. Like I would. Uh, it's my Alexa talking. 
I really love to hear just like people's thoughts on what they you know consuming this for the first time because it is very much like a period it's stuck in the 70s there's a lot of you know just the references are kind of old um there's also things that would offend people like i found it funny that like uh there is a little bit of controversy around the fact that at the end of the episode two things one snoopy's like a big a-hole because after he puts charlie around through all that he has his own turkey in his doghouse which i thought was hilarious <laughs> he pulls out the turkey and then feeds the turkey to woodstock Apparently there was a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of upset in this about that. Even then, I'm sure now it would be like the end of the world. Like I, I'd be actually interested to see if this is still aired with that piece in because you know people are so quick to be offended. But you know, and then there's I'm, one cool. I'm sorry, like, I'm offended. <laughs> you're like you I didn't realize that I quit be the offended show. I quit about the show. that. I quit the show. I can't do it. It's too much. Um, and then the other funny little comment at the end I thought was funny. They're singing uh, Over the River and Through the Woods, which, you know, to grandmother's house we go. And then Charlie Brown says at the end, actually, my grandmother lives in a condominium. Right. <laughs> which is such a Charlie Brown thing to say. But so, I mean, we've kind of touched on this already. But after 40 years, like, I think for those of us that saw it, I don't think hold it. It doesn't. It's not that it holds up well. It's just such a deep nostalgia hook that it doesn't really matter if it holds up or not. Yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, okay, and we'll look at this, and and I'm going to look at this in two different perspectives, right? Okay, so let's look at it from from a a show standpoint, right? So if you look at it from a pure TV show standpoint, the animation is old and dated. It doesn't weather well. It's standard definition. There's no way they're going to be able to to up convert it without it just going nuclear. Yeah. Um. It, it has a lot of outdated things that people aren't going to understand. There's a lot. Uh, you know what I mean? There, there's so many things wrong as far as the, the animation and everything else goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That from, from a purely technical standpoint, from a purely analytical and technical standpoint, it's not going to hold up well. Because, again, you're dealing with, you know. With everything that we've outlined there, you know, all of the outdated techniques, all of the outdated, you know, I mean, there's just so many things that you could say, quote unquote, is wrong with it. Now, from a person who watched it then and watched it now, it's still one of the greatest things to ever watch on TV. (laughs) And that's exactly how I feel about it. Despite all these things, no, it doesn't hold up in the traditional sense, but it's still awesome to watch. Mm -hmm. And it's lighthearted enough and it's not trying to do anything too serious that you don't really care. Well, and that's exactly it. It, the, the whole thing is it makes fun of itself the entire time. Yep. So it's, it's fine. And they do it without breaking the fourth wall, which is actually kind of a a ridiculously hard skill. Cause how can you make fun of yourself without letting, without breaking that wall? Yep. And it's, and they do it masterfully. Where yep. everybody's kind of gotten lazy, and that's how they break. That's how they make fun of themselves is by breaking the fourth wall. The penis didn't have to. Nope. Awesome show. I, I enjoy it. Definitely worth checking out. You can find it um, on iTunes uh, either individually or as I recommend it, part of the Peanuts Holiday Special Pack, which I think has like six or seven episodes, including the Mayflower episode, which we'll probably review next Thanksgiving because yep. there's not really a whole lot of Thanksgiving specials to review. Um, available on DVD, also on Blu-ray at some point as part of a collection, though I'm not sure you'll be able to find that Blu-ray anymore. And you can purchase it on Amazon Instant Video, but not available as part of Prime, but you can you know, purchase it there to stream as well. So definitely check it out. It's only about 25 minutes of your time. It only costs about 10 bucks. Like, you know, it's Show your kids on Thanksgiving. Like you got nothing else to do on Turkey Day? That, that's what you should do is check out uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Gather the kids up. Everybody sit around. Have a good time. Young, old, 
Everyone will laugh. And get some popcorn and jelly beans. Yes. Don't forget the pretzels and the toast. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Like, you should watch it for breakfast, and then the kids can have some jelly beans for breakfast. I don't think it's the coolest thing they've ever done. Just telling yep. you, you know, parenting advice from a guy with no kids. So <laughs> I think that's going to wrap it up. Andy, where can people find more of us? Well, let's see. You can find us on our website at nostalgiabomb.co. We are at Nostalgia BMB on Twitter. We're also on iTunes, SoundCloud, blah, 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 blah. Every essentially place where you can find a podcast, we're there. And it's pretty safe to say. We're in a new spot, by the way. We are now on the Google Play Store. Google Play has launched their podcast support, and we have been approved and published there. So if you are an Android user that you know uses the Google Play Store and don't like the Android podcasting options, you can now do it in the Google Play Store. Well, there you go. So, yeah, new places galore. Um, yes, yeah, so that's the Thanksgiving episode. I hope people enjoyed it. We, we wanted to kind of dive back in before the start of Season 2. Um, some things to look forward to. So we will be back in a few weeks. Uh, we'll be doing a Christmas special. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be on, but Joe is going to be joining me. We're going to do a little Christmas special or two. So be checking out checking that out for Christmas. Blah, 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 blah. Easy for me to say. Um, and then we will be back on January 11th will be the kickoff of season two. And we are going to start out with probably my favorite cartoon of all time. And I know I say that a lot, but this is hands down my favorite cartoon of all time. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. We'll be leaving some hints if you uh, follow us on our Facebook page. But that's going to do it. So, uh Thank you for joining me, Andy. It's been amazing to get back into it. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you back for season two. And uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We will see you around Christmas. Yes, we will. Yes, we will.